going on, friends and fam? Thank you so much for joining Every Day is a Saturday with your host, me, myself, and I, Brian Roof. Hey, guys, another great episode. We got some great guests. This is my first time ever having uh, two guests on the show. Both served proudly in the United States Marine Corps, as fate would have it. While on deployment, the Marines met, and that's where friendship started and has maintained through the years. Now they're back at it together, not sharing MREs, Playboys, or crayons anymore. Now they're sharing screens on a podcast show called Shadowmark. Let's meet our guests, Derek and TJ from Shadowmark Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, what's, what's going, going on, on brother? So I'm excited to be here, man. This is uh this is great. I just it's it's always nice to get out and get an opportunity to talk to other people. I'm super excited about it. TJ, I know, is probably super excited. But I'll let him speak for himself, even though he doesn't do it very often. Oh yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm super stoked. Super stoked. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I love that you guys are both on. Let's get to know a little bit about you guys, about your stories, how you guys end up joining the Marine Corps. Uh, and then, you know, how your guys started your podcast and how your guys' life are, you know, after the Marines. That sounds great, man. Uh, well, I guess I'll start, I guess, because I probably, I'm probably, well, not even the older of the two, but uh, I guess I've kind of taken the, uh, I think I got out before TJ, so I'll just take the reins on this one. Uh, senior. You know, my, senior my life, yeah, so my life uh, before the Marine Corps is pretty good. I can't complain about it. I had a great childhood growing up mom dad stayed together all that stuff you know no complaints i my brother for the most part raised me uh by all means uh and kind of did his best just because my parents were working and i it was a great time he did everything he could to teach me right and teach me wrong and i'm very proud of that i love that fact it's one of the things that i live by um that being said my oldest brother was in the marine corps uh earlier than me, obviously. Uh, he went and crashed fire rescue. He went to Japan, did a whole bunch of things in Korea. Uh, I think was part of like a sniper team, etc. cetera, uh, stuff like that. Did a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I always kind of looked up to that. I was like, I think that's what I want to do with my life. So I was in high school. I signed up for delayed entry, did the whole delayed entry program for like a year. My mom talked me out of the Marine Corps. She's like, you just need to try college. And I was like, Nah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's for me. So I try college. I get like half a semester in. I was like, brah, I can't do this. So this isn't for me, man. And uh, it was funny because my English teacher was uh, actually in the army. And she was like, you're such a good student. She's like, you're great at this. You're incredible. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to the Marine Corps, I think. She's like, why? It's it just like, I don't know make sense to me to do at the, at the time, you know, so I signed up for the Marine Corps, uh, with the recruiter there in Omaha, Nebraska. And like, I think that day I told my mom and she was just ready to kick my ass. I was like, I was like, yeah, so I signed up for the Marine Corps. I was like, I leave uh fucking this date. So-and-so. And, uh, my first ex-wife, she, I told her, and she's like, I won't date a Marine. I was like, well, that sucks. I'm going. So, bye. And uh, joined the Marine Corps. Got uh, I signed up for Crash Fire Rescue like my brother. Well, I've always wanted to be a firefighter. Um, that was, you know, my life dream. And 
uh, would later on accomplish that. And I'm so happy with that. But uh, I end up, they give me my orders. And I kind of know how this is going to go because it went. It happened to my brother. He got aviation ordinance. And, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there. They give me my orders and they're like, you're 6541. I was like, well, that's not 7041. So that ain't crash fire rescue. That's aviation ordinance, isn't it? They're like, sure it's. And I, I distinctly remember at the end of boot camp, my drone instructor, uh, my kill hat. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you have like kill hat, junior hat, etc. The kill hat's the dickhead of the group. He sits there and it was the first time I think somebody had genuinely wished death upon me. But he sat there. He goes, how the did you get this job, Thompson? I said, I don't know, sir. He says, he says, I hope you drop a bomb and kill yourself, you dumb motherfucker. And I was like, <laughs> huh. I was like, just happened in my life that this guy just wished death upon me. And I, that was the first time I was genuinely confused. But no, it ended up being a great career. I love doing it. You know, I met TJ there. I met a lot of great guys. I went to Afghanistan twice. And it was, it was a fun time, man. But that How many years did you spend? What's that? I did I did four years and I mean it was great. It really was. I mean, I wanted to stay longer. Uh we had a daughter uh, and I got out so I could kind of help come back and be with her and do everything I could there. Otherwise I'd have probably been a lifer, you know what I mean? Right, because you know the Marine Corps always said, dude, unless they issued you one, you, you should have wife. one. So Yeah, exactly. Right? They were all about that too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That so, said, uh, what was the, what was your year span? Uh, what was the four year year span? I was 08 to 2012. Uh, okay. Went to Afghanistan 2010, and then again in 2011. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I had such a good time. Uh, first deployment, maybe not as much as the second time, but the you know it was good. It was it was really fun. Uh, I, I did security forces overseas, and. Then my second deployment, I was the only collateral duty inspector uh, for the gun shop for a while there. So I ended up having to get, I was like on call for 24 hours while I was over there. I'd get called out to look at helicopters and work on turret systems for the uh, M197, uh, what you call that, cannon, I think. Now it's, now I don't think it's called a cannon anymore, but it was classified as a cannon when I was in. And I, I loved it, man. It was so much fun. We worked on the linkless feed system when it was new uh, for those, you know, 20 millimeter rounds. And it was just so fun. We'd get to go through all the stuff that came with it. Uh, dealing with ordnance was just a lot of fun. Explosives, hellfires. Uh, you're dealing with 20 millimeter rounds. You're working on the mod deuce, the 50 cal machine gun, everything that was that. And when they found out I was ordinance, when I was security forces, they were like, oh, shit, we got a new gun guy. And I was like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to I want to be the gun guy. So I ended up becoming the gun guy. I was yelling at a lot of people about a lot of stupid shit. I had a guy try to put the bolt of a 50 cal in backwards. And he got that sucker like three quarters of the way in there, man. And I was like, how do you manage that? Like, how do you even do that? And, you know, if you get, the, you, you can get it in there all the way. But if you get it in all the way, you got to undo screws and bolts. And it, it's a, it's a mess, man. But I, it was a lot of fun. 
nice. Now, TJ, run us through your uh, time and kind of uh, intercept when you uh, met Derek. Yeah, so uh, I joined in 08 also. Um, had a fairly, you know, normal childhood and upbringing or whatever. Uh, but had a really, really big family, so went all kind of crazy, But uh, which kind of prepared me, I think, you know, because uh, you see a lot of weird shit when you're in, but, you know, I kind of already seen that before I joined anyway. So, But, um, yeah, I joined in 08. Uh, I joined as a – I tried to be a lad gunner, right? And which I guess was in like 7,200 field or something like that. So at the end of boot camp, when they're telling everybody what their job is, they told me mine. And I'm like, well, that's not what a lad gunner is. I'm like, I, and then they, they told me something else. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. And he was like, you see that tower out that window? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's what you're doing, air traffic control. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, so anyway, uh, I did that, right? I went, I went to that school and, um, I didn't fail out of it. I got kicked out of it. There's a difference. But uh, so I got kicked out of that school. And what did you get kicked out for then? Let's back that. Let's see. Oh. Or do we not want to talk about it? I mean, I can talk about it. I just, I used to be kind of a, kind of a fucker, you know? Um, I just. I think most of us were, bro. Like, yeah. I'd like to have fun, you know what I'm saying? So I was underage, and I'm sure I was drunk, and uh, got in a couple of fights or whatever. And it was like the second or third time that I'd had to go to the office, talk to the the match sergeant or whatever about it. He was like, you even fucking want to be here? And I was like, no, not really. Like, just can you fucking send me home, you know? And he was like, well, I'm not going to send you home, but I don't want you here, so get the fuck out of here. I'm like, okay. So I left, and I went back to Berksport, where all you do is clean all day or whatever. And then um, they... I'm in formation one day and the sergeant's out there and he's like, if I call your name off this list, come get in line and follow me. And so he had called my name. So I went and got in that line and I followed him and I went over to this schoolhouse and it was uh, avionics for like aviation, avionics, right? We're doing like electricity, like electrician work. I don't really don't even know. But um, I was in that school for like 35 days. And then one day the sergeant comes in, he was like, Hey, uh, so-and-so needs to see you in the office. And he's like, before you go in there, he's like, what the fuck did you do? Like, I need to know how much trouble you're going to be in. That way I know how to cover my own ass. And I was like, I'm going to be real honest with you right now, Sergeant. I, I'm not really sure. Like, there's, you know, I'm not going to say anything until they tell me what it is because there's a few things. You're right. Could be, I'm not going to sell yourself pre- out, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure nobody knows. see what you guys stuff. got before I uh, yeah. say what they did. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, so anyway, I go to the office and they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, I don't understand your question. I'm like, why am I in your office right now? Because you told me to come over here. And he's like, no, like, why are you here right now? And I'm like, why am I in the Marine Corps? Like, I, you're going to have to help me out. And he was like, why are you in this MOS? And I was like, okay, listen, I'm still not really following you, so I'm going to break it down for you. I was standing in formation. The sergeant read a bunch of names off the list and said, if I call your name, get in line, follow him. He called my name, got in line, followed him, been here for 35 days. And he was like, okay, well. Uh, you're not supposed to be here. You're still open contract. And I was like, fucking, all right. And he's like, so uh, what do you want to do? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, that's a question that I haven't thought about since before I, you know, when I signed the line to that MEPS, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I watched him. He's like, uh, ask me all these questions or whatever. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I can work on shit. And he was like, all right, mech option. He's like, take this up to the hill. So I took it up there and went back to Barracks Port for a few months or whatever and wound up being uh, aviation ordinance. So I guess they decided I want to be like a bomb mechanic or something, you know. <laughs> and uh, 
so that's how I got into ordinance. And then um, I met Derek. I guess I was in Afghanistan for uh, his second deployment in 2011. And um, I met him and uh, they're <laughs> doing some shenanigans or whatever. You know, I'd yeah, been actually. warned. Yeah, I'd, I'd been warned about him. They're like, hey, they're like, stay away from, from this guy because he's kind of a dick. And I was like, all right, yeah, whatever, you know. And then I met him. I'm like, you know, yeah, he's kind of a dick. They're like, so am I. So like, I get it, you know. And uh, Now, what was you guys rank at the time? So he was a corporal and I was a lance corporal. Oh, so, yeah. That dickhead, yeah. uh, that, di- that dickhead NCO. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I did best. <laughs> yeah, but and, uh, I was there too. Yeah, I was I was like as as Lance Corporal, you know, like I did I was good at my job. I knew what I was doing. Like I said, I just, you know, could be kind of a turd every now and then. Not like, you know, I never like failed any field days or like any stuff like that, or, like showed up late, nothing like that. I just, you know, was always Yeah, he never kept he never kept like an alligator in his bathtub or anything, <clears throat> but he was, you know. Well, so it wasn't a bathtub because it was just a stand-up shower. But <laughs> so you are correct. I did never do that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, yeah, you know, I met Derek and um, we just kind of hit it off and ended up being pretty good buddies or whatever, and stayed in contact for well ever since. Any of you guys get yeah. in the uh, NJPs or uh, were you guys good Marines? Yeah, I, I was I mean, a I, good Marine. That's I TJ was too. I, I, I was. was I was not. too. You sound. Sound like my buddy, my buddy too. So, man, you, know, you're I, the, it, you got an NJP or two? I I got a couple P P or page elevens, but uh, I didn't I didn't ever get uh, roped up like TJ. TJ was, is the master of rank. I got my <laughs> ass chewed unbelievably, and some hands put on me a couple times. But uh, my one gunny, he was kind of a hands-on guy <laughs> once in a while. Nothing uh, wrong with that. That's the way it should be, man. That's yeah, how it should be. The dude was a lot smaller than me, but he just felt like he could just put his hands on me every time. You know, because I just sit there like, this little son of a bitch, I will fucking literally hammer punch your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll just thump you. Just go it, down. You did not rank me, man. <laughs> yeah. I got. I had a lot of ass chewings, a few thumpings. I got like an did you ever get Derek in trouble, bro? Did you ever uh, get Derek in trouble? I don't think I ever got. Uh, no, he never got me in trouble. My did you guys? Did you not? Least. Did you not work under him? As, you know, were you not under him or anything like that? No, no. Well, I, I wasn't even under him in, in Afghanistan, even because I kind of was like. Yeah, he was even supposed thing, to be but, with us, really. Uh, but and so he, but he was stationed in California. I was stationed in North Carolina, so I only met him in, in Afghanistan. Right. Okay. No, my buddy that we used to run the podcast, he got me in a lot of trouble because anytime we get in trouble, I get in trouble is what it ended up being. I went to 29 Palms a lot because I spent most of my time in trouble with people for other people's mistakes or because I was the only seven-ton driver. It was it was great. We we, we ended up, uh, we were running some ordinance and we were, it was me and my other buddy that were running the build-up area at the time. And we, we told these two Lance Corporals, we said, hey, don't move anything, don't do anything, just sit tight for a minute, we're going to go figure some shit out. So naturally, that meant like we were fucking off, but we told them not to do anything. And they decided to take it in their own hands to move a K4 trailer, a big-ass trailer with rocket pods on it. And uh, they moved this trailer, and they ended up breaking this Lance Corporal's arm. And 
she her her forearm just snapped. She tried to stop in this trailer with her forearms between a wall and the trailer, and it just snapped her forearm. And I'm like, "What the fuck just happened, man?" I was like, "What were you thinking?" Uh, she and thought she could stop that, huh? Yeah, she thought she had it, man. It was like pull the brake, pull just pull the the fucking brake on the back, like. You know, it was like, it's that simple. But why the fuck were you moving shit? We told you guys not to do this. Well, Gabe, uh, our buddy at the time, he's about to get out of the Marine Corps. So they were like, well, we can't do anything to him. So he looked, my gunny looks at me. He goes, Thompson, you're going to, you're going to uh, fucking 29 bombs. I was like, damn it. Again, every freaking time, man. It's just like, son of a bitch. And it's dead ass summer. Yeah, it, every time, man. Every time, and it is just hot as shit. Is miserable. I got, and then I, you know, maybe I get myself roped up in a little bit of shit while I was at Twenty Nine Palms. I, me and a buddy drank. Uh, it was like you know the home, I don't know what uh, what they call them, a handle everywhere else. Everywhere else calls them a handle, right? We call them home wreckers in Nebraska. <laughs> is what we call them. But we had a home wrecker of Jack Daniels, and me and a buddy drank that in about ten minutes. And we're in Twenty Nine Palms. We drank that. I end up going to the uh, porter shitter. I fell asleep in the bathroom. I woke up at like yeah three. It was like three <laughs> in the morning. I, I come to, I, I stumble back to my my cot in the middle of the desert. Well, I wake up in the morning, my staff sergeant comes up, he's like, Thompson, what the? He goes, who's drinking last night? I said, oh, me and a couple other guys. He goes, I said, why? He goes, there was some mother that was so drunk he could barely stand up and walk coming out of the porter shitter last night. He, I said, I said, good to go, Gunny, or good to go, staff sergeant. I said, I'll take care of it. Not going to be a problem. So naturally, I had to have a conversation with myself. So I had this talk with myself, and I was like, don't do that shit again. You're going to get in trouble. So my other staff sergeant that was there at the time comes up. He goes, hey, Thompson, would you mind just leveling with me? Who was it? I said, it was me. He goes, okay, I thought so. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty accurate. So the next night we drank a, uh, like a handle or not a handle, 750 of uh, Jameson each. It was a pretty good night. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty marine-ish. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I came out of the Marine Corps with one of two things: a drinking problem and a love for the Marine Corps. So <laughs> right? that's what I came. You know, out what's of. funny as hell, dude. Like, tell me now, while you're in the Marine Corps, you you try your damnness. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just us. We tried our damnness not to be so moto, and then as soon as you get out, bro, you turn super moto. Oh yeah, for sure. Bro, I started getting tatted up, like just, <laughs> like, flag. yeah, I know, man. You're in the Marine Corps. You're like, we we do the typical yut or er or whatever, you know, rah, yeah, rah, and you sit there and you're just like fake motive for everything, but then you get out and you're just like, no, nah, man, I kind of miss the rahs and the rahs and the yuts and er and. Yeah, and then you, you it's know, saying kill for talking me. Talking about it, I kill. still yeah, I do that a lot too, like, man. Some someone be like, "Hey, man, like I'll be there in like ten minutes, and I kill." And I'm like, what "The fuck?" And I'm like, "I mean, yeah. all right, man, cool." 
Damn, you know, correct. Yeah. And and people I, look said at that you I, weird when you do that. I've said that in comments, just like you know, kill kill. Yeah, like in comments, and it gets it says like community guidelines or something right. usually. But uh, come, on, I'm like, come on, man! It's in terms of endearment for yeah, it's Marines, in terms of endearment know? for yeah. Marines. We just yeah, that's what we do. We say kill. Yeah, yeah. come on. Unless okay. you're the one kid I was in boot camp with, he had to say pancakes because he was fat. So, oh, <laughs> he wasn't allowed have, to say kill. Did he end up in PCP or no? Uh, no, he actually ended up graduating. He, I'm pretty Good sure, friend. failed his swim qual, but whatever. Oh. Uh, it is what it is. Oh, I wasn't shit. the drill instructor. I didn't make the rules, but he sat there and he got in trouble while we were on the crucible. And they said, your ass ain't saying kill. You're saying pancakes from now, fat ass. And uh, so from now on, he it was like, get in formation. He was like, kill. And they were like, no, bitch, you say pancake. And then so, he'd, say, pan, he'd say pancake. And then they'd be like, you say, everyone would say, I, I, sir. And he, they'd be like, "No, bitch, you say I, I syrup." <laughs> so he had to say I, I syrup. Oh man, that's fucked up. I was gonna yeah, ask man. if, if syrup made the no grass easy. grow, but yeah, oh, it was What's hilarious, that? man. I was yeah. gonna ask if syrup made the grass grow, but uh... it did. It, 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 you know how hard it was to keep a straight face as a goddamn recruit when you got this kid, fat kid, saying I, I syrup oh, pancake. You know, he just he it was. <laughs> I couldn't keep it together, man. I got yelled at a lot for that, too. That dude probably goes out in the fleet all fucked up. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, like, I can't <laughs> imagine. I, I, I won't name I won't name drop, but God, it was funny as shit, man. I just I laughed for days about that. I still laugh about it. I think it's funny as shit. Like, uh, I love oh, it. The Marine Corps is just full of uh, fuckery and good stories. That's yeah. what I think. People don't uh, get that, man. Uh, I think no, the man, hardest just... part about boot camp was just not fucking laughing when because yeah. you know you weren't allowed to laugh or whatever. Bro, I lost it. You know, so when you're in the receiving, like we were in like receiving for like three days or something, and kind of walking around with like a gunnery sergeant, and then a staff sergeant was like they're kind of switching it off. Well, during one of these times, bro, I'm fucking probably like sleep deprived because I've been on fire watch, you know, and all this shit this is all new to me we're sitting there you know how we got to sit there fucking indian style left over right everywhere we go left hand right hand well i start looking at this guy bradshaw and i mean i don't know what it is man i see him smirking and and then it just makes me kind of start smirking and then it just turns into you know and i'm trying to like oh no i feel it coming out bro and i'm like oh no and then, like, that dude just, like, looks over me. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, Bleh! I just lose it, bro, because I can't stop <laughs> laughing. And he's laughing. That guy Bradshaw's losing it, too, and he's laughing his ass off, too. I'm like, oh, shit, man, we're done. <laughs> Believe you me, my drill instructor's <laughs> got word on that one. Oh, you fucking think you're a clown and shit, and you think everything's funny? Uh, so they, they, I, I got, you know, for a while there, everything was so funny to me. So they're like, watch this. Is this so funny to you? Yeah. Is <laughs> this I funny? got that for a minute, bro. I was just like, actually, it is. I was like, yeah, it really is. Like, I would be dying. That one arm's distance shit and fools flying over fucking footlockers. <laughs> bro, oh, I, I mean, it, I wish they got to show more cameras of like 
that Black Friday drops and shit. <laughs> when dudes are just losing it and running into each other, like, oh my God, where do we stand? Oh, fuck. oh I know, right? Our Black Friday got real. I, like every drone instructor came out and they're black. It fucked me up. I was like, oh no. I was like, I'm dead. Bro, we had like, dudes I'm just, I'm the poor, I'm legit flying over their fucking footlockers, falling backwards. Cause oh, I imagine, the, man. The drone instructor's just like, one arm's distance. I mean, running right at him, like, and he's just like, ah. Yeah, I thought I was dead. I was a poor white guy from Nebraska, man. I was like, I'm done. I was like, game over. Mooter and, from Alaska. I'll never forget that, dude. Mooter from Alaska. That guy was <laughs> the funniest recruit ever, bro. I like, he had me dying. And he had, he had the drill instructors lose it several times. He just was, you know... Fucking right was left for him and left was right. I mean, everything was <laughs> fucked up for the guy, bro. I mean, he couldn't do anything right. But uh, anyways, so let's get on. How do you guys kind of start your podcast and, and how did that get going? And, you know, how's the whole podcasting thing going for you guys? Oh, man, it's good. But I'll let TJ tell the story. This is kind of his. It's kind of really his thing, man. He reached out to me, so. Yeah, man. So I don't know what, like three years ago or so, I had reached out to Derek and I was like, hey, man, um, I want to do something to uh, just tired of all of our friends killing themselves and stuff like that. Like, I think we need to do something to try to make a difference and see what we can do, you know, because at least trying we're, we're moving forward. You know, if we don't try anything, then we're not going to change anything, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. But so. We kicked that around for a little while and um we you know throwing ideas out there and i was like man i think we need to get like a social media presence before we really do like kick anything off and then i think it was i think derek was like well what about doing a podcast man like i'm thinking about doing a podcast and i was like fuck yeah let's uh let's do that and i'm like do you know how to do one he was like nope do you and i was like nope <laughs> so we uh jumped on that google machine and uh figured some shit out we're still trying to figure it out we're not great at it but do what we can you know and uh that's pretty much what fired that up you know yeah all right. so how did you guys come down with the name and all that stuff too did you guys was that collective uh, uh you know i i've i've heard about it but i you know for the sake of the show and, and yeah kind of you know explain how you guys came to your name and stuff like that it's been a fun long journey so we actually started out uh what was it about a year and a half ago tj overall yeah yeah man i think it was like 2019 yeah it was about 2019 we started out uh there were three of us um you know and we did our thing and we were never broken uh that was who we were and we were trying to kind of learn all the kinks and the you know parameters that come along with social media that come along with podcasting and we we actually got kicked off the air like the second day of our podcast uh because of some legal issues, I guess, with uh, our creating our own music. So we had uh, our buddy's son wrote a song for us to do the intro to the podcast. We'd play that, and they were like, well, we don't have proper, we don't have licensing over this, so you're you're kicked off. And we were like, bro, like a fucking 10-year-old wrote this, so <laughs> piss off. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, I, I sat there and learned how to get like 
our RSS feed and do all these different things. And we sat there and broke that down, did all that. Uh, we got back on the air in no time. Well, it took, I think, I won't say the name of the company, but it took them like three, four weeks to get back to us when I was like, because I wrote them, I was like, look, like this is a song that we wrote. It's not licensed. It's not, doesn't need to be licensed by you. It's our own ship. They finally got back to me. They're like, sorry for the inconvenience, blah, 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 blah. We'll put you back on. So no problem there. Happy to be with them. Uh, everything's good there now. But we did that. We went probably about a year under Never Broken. We had some really good following. We had a lot of good conversations and we kind of started to get a grasp on what is podcasting and what comes with it. And we had a lot of good, we had a lot of good people reach out to us. You know, uh, we had people reaching out to us saying, Hey man, thank you. Hey, can you help me? Uh, you know, and I think that was the biggest thing we took from it during that time was that we had people reaching out saying, Hey, can you help? And we were happy to be there. It, the big thing for us is kind of like, it's just, it's taken one second out of the time, out of the day or out of your time to sit there and just be there one more second, be there one more minute. Uh, and we're happy to be those guys for people. We've encouraged people to reach out to us. Uh, and we got that from when, from the get go, you know what I mean? So we did that. We were never broken for a while. And then we kind of had a falling out a little bit over some dumb stuff and you know not a big deal is what it is friendships weren't worth losing so we me and tj set set everything aside and uh we were like let's rebrand let's just let's rebrand let's do this thing over and let's try to do it right from the get-go because we kind of have an idea what we're doing now and uh i kicked that whole thing off where I was like, let's just do this. TJ is a fucking lyrical genius. So uh, TJ's spitting these ideas and he's like, blah, 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 blah. He just, he sends me like a million, a million names. I was like, man, I like Shadowmark. I was like, that's cool, man. I was like, what the fuck's it mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So right. I'll let TJ explain what it means because that makes the most sense. Yeah, I just I was just trying to come up with ideas, you know. So I started going over like different just putting things together, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that might be catchier would have like a, a meaning to what we're trying to do, right? So like to shadow somebody is, you know, to follow them, observe, see what they're doing, you know. And then a mark is like a target, right? So you're gonna follow your target and then stay on target. And that's kind of what why we decided to go with that just because of what we're pushing forward for with our uh, trying to be a mental health podcast and stuff like that. So we need to uh, try to stay on target a little bit better than we do most of the time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, uh, we're we following it a lot. So we have the shadow part <laughs> down, you know. like <laughs> yeah, We're following. We're just not quite on the mark because we suck yeah. at playing no topic. But you get what you get with us. And then the logo kind of, for me at least, it's, you know, everyone feels like they're a lone wolf 
in the veteran community, it seems like. Uh, and when you look at wolves, wolves come in a pack. So whether you think you're the lone wolf or not, you have a pack. You've got a million guys behind you at any given time that are going to be there for you. So that's where it becomes shadow mark, never fight alone. You know what I mean? It's just, it's about never being by yourself. You always have a million guys you can turn to. You always have somebody that you can rely on when you need someone. You know, I can tell you right now, I was having a terrible fucking night last night. Last night was kind of my breaking point and I was able to call several people and, you know, I, I got the help I needed. Where it's just, it was like, I just, I need some, I need an ear. I just need somebody to bullshit with, somebody to remind me that everything's good. And, and I got that. So I'm super, super thankful for the family that we've created, for the family we have. I mean, it's, it's been incredible. You know, like, what else can you ask for out of life than people right. that care about you? Yep. Yeah, man. And, and, and there's a big, huge veteran community out there and as i've done this podcasting stuff i've and i've had you know guest after guest you just so many people are very open and 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 you know easy to talk to like you guys are you know when we got number derek in in, in me when we got on the phone bro we talked for a while i mean you know here we go we get on this it makes it we right. can have an easy conversation all of us it's just you know it just making more shows like this and showing that it's it's you know it's easy and and when hey be vulnerable sometimes too i mean if you go through a lot of my episodes and it goes through my lifeline i'm i'm pretty vulnerable out there i I share some things out there that up that you know don't want to share but i'm human you know what i mean and it just shows that i'm human and and yeah i'm a man i'm a marine yeah i you know I, i i'm tough you know and shit but I have my days, I have my weekdays and shit, and I'm in the the mud, and I need someone to pick my ass up. You know what I mean? So, and we all we all are there, but it's just like I love the brotherhood and the sisterhood, and just the camaraderie that the you know the community. I feel like everybody's kind of starting to build within the yeah. podcast and all the listeners that are coming on. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah, I love that too, man. TJ does a great job explaining kind of all this from our side of things. Uh, what we're trying to build, what we're trying to do. So I'll just kind of kick it back over to TJ uh, on what we're trying to do. He he's just he does such a great job explaining it uh, that I can't do. I don't know about all that. I just uh, so the, pretty much like the idea behind. So when we started the podcast, how we wanted to do something to help, right? Um, we have bigger things in mind, right? This was kind of our our starting point to to just get out there and let people know who we are, what we're trying to do and get our name out there and stuff like that. And, um, but you know, in the bigger picture, what we really want to do is be able to have build communities throughout, you know, cause I'm, I'm in Oklahoma, he's in Nebraska. Right. And it's a lot, it's easier for, for me to start like a community here in Oklahoma. And it'd be easy enough for him to start one in Nebraska, but that'd be about as far as we could go. So that's why with the podcast, we're trying to push beyond that. Right. So we have, you know, like every state, if we could have something like an ambassador or something like that for for a group of veterans or first responders, it's not just veterans, you know, anybody that's really dealing with issues like that. And, um, you know, 
go and just a place where you can go and be with like-minded individuals and understand like you're not alone. Like there are other people just like you out there and uh, just have a good time, man. You know, whether it be sitting around having like cornhole tournaments, you know, volleyball tournaments, uh, home run derbies, whatever you can do. Um, kind of like a, do like even ruck marches, you know, like a reverent warriors yeah. with kind of what they do, you know, and just yeah. get people together and, and uh, that way you, it's, it, good networking you know you can you can find people because for some people it's hard to reach out and meet new people you know because some of us are kind of reserved and don't like people or don't like going out and doing stuff you know but if you go to an event like this where everybody's like you then it's going to be a lot easier for you guys to kind of hit it off because you're going to be pretty similar you know that's great and you know what man derek i'm a little bit envious of you being in nebraska the home of Hero Stock 2023, bro. Man, I'm so I mean, freaking excited about it. I, dude, it's going to be the place to be. And, and oh, I, I know. Even though I'm in California, I told Jason, I said, bro, the wife and I, we're making plans. We're going to Yeah, gonna make Jason plans. Steiner, man, he's an incredible human being. I got the opportunity to like meet in person with him here a few weeks ago. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, he's, yeah, he said he, he really is. sit down with you. Yeah, he's I just did. he's so cool. He's just such he's a, great a great guy. guy he's man. genuine. Yeah. He's real down to earth. He's just got he's got it figured out and getting to see what he's doing and getting the because of him, I've kind of Dude. seen, you know, everything Nebraska's doing. And it's awesome. Wow, man. and and honestly, I was telling him I said there's so many other things like the um rocket stuff I've heard about. There's just I mean, there was all of a sudden, I just started getting all kinds of stuff because, uh, you know, linking up with Jason. I was yeah, like, yeah, it up for Warriors. State to be, bro. Like, good Lord. Like, these guys, they got a lot of stuff to offer. And, I mean, the Hero Stock thing, I'm super, like, that sounds like a fun thing. Like, I mean, everything TJ was just mentioning, the, the cornhole and the, you know, music, all that stuff. Boom. I mean, you everything. just named, basically, yep. you just gave Hero Stock a plug right there you know yeah exactly oh, yeah. man hero stock's gonna be a great thing jason's doing such a great job he's got to deal with uh ruck it up for warriors and i think it, what the, he, he found a motorcycle ride for tj yeah. to come up uh you know it's just it's things like that but uh, you know i've really been looking at nebraska and i'm like you know i i joke a lot about on the contagion effect uh, I give them, I'm always commenting on their stuff. I'm always trying to keep up with them and do everything I can. I love those guys. Eric and Mike have just got things going yep. for them. They're yeah. doing everything they can. I love it. I give them a I lot of crap. Much uh, but, uh, you know, it's like, it, it's just, I'm very excited. But I tell them every time on their podcast, I'm like, Nebraska is the epicenter of veteran, you know, community right now and it really seems like it is to me just based off everything i'm seeing going on here uh there's yeah, so much happening the way at least and a lot of stuff man at least in the public eye of things we're really trying to take off and do the right thing and, and i love seeing that man it, it makes what? me so proud of my state how aware of that were you before you started this and talking to other people though that that was i had I, I had no clue other yeah. than you know like my legion yeah and talking to the legion and stuff like that but they don't they're not out there doing this stuff like everyone else and that's why we're trying to kind of 
you know, this younger generation isn't as involved as the older generation was with like the Legion and the VFW and doing all that stuff. So that's what we kind of want to be is we want to replace that VFW Legion. We want to have a group of guys that can get together and hang out and talk, drink beer, do all this stuff, be there and understand the politics and the logistics that come along with everything going on in our community. And that's what I really want to see. I want to see guys get involved. I want to see guys build a family and be there for each other. I'm, I'm so excited about it. It just, it gets me excited every time I think about it. Uh, thinking it about where exciting, we started man. from, yep. you know, it's like we okay. started here and now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, uh, definitely have come a long ways. I've been, you know, checking you guys out, listening to your shows. I, I love, you know, it, it is, you know, it's different watching when there's co-hosts and two people to bounce things off of and, uh, right. you and, uh, you and TJ definitely, you know, knowing each other and being friends for a while and, and just, you know, knowing when it'll dig each other here and there and what kind of shit to dig each other on. I mean, it makes, you know, makes for a good time. And, you know, yeah. uh, even though you guys may get off topic or whatever, you may, you're not necessarily getting off topic. You're still keeping it lighthearted, man. You're, you're kind of still, whether you think you're, you're focusing on this topic or not, you're, 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 you're doing the thing that you're set out to do is mental health and they're just having fun. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And that's, uh, that's again, the biggest thing big for thing. us, man. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, mental health is just being open-minded and being able to talk around it and talk yeah. about it. And that's all we want. You know, we want guys to be able to talk about their feelings or talk about their emotions. And we talk a lot about men's health as well. So if, you know, we didn't grow up as men, with the same, you know, availability to emotions and everything like that as women, you know, if you shared your emotions, if you were crying, at least for me, you know, it was like, knock that off. Yeah. We didn't have that chance to sit there and be open-minded about it. Yeah, it was a man up, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely back in the day, take a straw and suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're trying to change that. We want to see a lot of change in the men's health side of things. We want to see guys be able to express themselves. I mean, I don't want, you know, men to be women, you know, necessarily. No, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't. You know, I don't no. think we're trying to take that over or anything. Like I think that, but. I think the <laughs> message is, though, is that, you know, I don't think that you have the capability of being your best you if you're not on the right mindset. I mean, exactly. I can tell you, bro, anytime I've ever been on the worst, shittiest mindset, my fucking thoughts are not right. And even like, you know, I've been there with my wife where I'm like, she's sitting there like everything in the world is falling apart and I'm not seeing the world falling apart. It's because that's where her mindset's at. And I'm trying to, you know, steer her back and say, hey, listen, we're not, you know, that's not this the, the scenario that's going on. That's kind of the scenario you've painted up in your mind, and then you got to start bringing it back down. That happens to a lot of us. When you start getting in your fucking mind, man, and you start playing tricks on your mind, sometimes you get yourself stuck in this mindset, and you right. need something or someone to kind of steer you back and say, hey, bro, wait, hey, 
just fucking, you know, hey, wake up, you know. Yeah, that's not what's that. going on. Yeah, we just want people to know that it's okay to not be okay, you know, and right. and they need to, they that's need right. to realize that. And then when you reach a point where you legitimately need help, then reach out and, and try to get help for yourself, you know, because yep. people think it's cowardly or unmanly or whatever, you know, to to ask for help, but that's really not the case because it takes more courage to admit that and and put yourself out there and show that vulnerability and ask for help than it does to not. You know what I'm saying? And, well, think and about how it. much of a better, you know, fighting force or better anything that we could have if people have a clear mind. You know, it's, it's so many people. And uh, unfortunately, society induces a lot of stress to us. Just throwing a cell phone in your hand or right. anything like that just like starts creating more stress on us. But as long as you can start finding people to deal with your stress and and like I said, there's even those. There's so many more avenues nowadays than there ever has been. There's that crisis lifeline number, that 988. Uh, you can just press one for the veterans and stuff like that. You can get, you know, help from them. There's all other kinds of, there's people like us, other veterans. There's retreats. There's just so many more things that have uh, concentrated on mental health that we never had back in the day. I think what needs to happen more or less is being able to get it in front of everybody's face and just make them be yep. aware of, oh, there's that? There's this? Yeah. Oh, shit. No shit. Yep. You know, because there's like fishing groups out there. Tackle 22 Fishing. They take uh, veterans out fishing, you know, and stuff like that yeah. for free. No cost whatsoever for, you know, to help them with mental health and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's great that the veteran community is trying to bridge the gap between first responders and the veteran community and saying, Hey guys, we're not just, you know, thinking about us in this situation, but we want to include first right. responders who, man, these motherfuckers are seeing shit day in, day out. Yep. Um, right. You know, and most of them probably see more shit than, you know, uh, most enlisted. So, right. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we can't, we, we talk can't to leave uh, them behind primal. or, you know, forget them. These are stateside people doing shit day in, day out. As I say, we talked to Primal Outfitters. They're another fishing outfit. They're incredible. Uh, if you get a chance to talk to him over there, he's incredible. Uh, they're doing great things, free fishing trips. Uh, he does about anything you can think of. Uh, if you want to do it, okay, he's yeah. out there to do it. Uh, yeah. Up there and, in Michigan. Anybody around yeah, there? Yeah, they're in Michigan. So if you want to give, them a shout give them a shout there uh in the great lakes and what have you and yeah i i totally get what you're saying first responders that's kind of where we started in the beginning you know uh, i was a firefighter emt for 10 years and uh you know i had the great chance to get to see that and do that uh my whole family does that my brothers uh and my dad dad's fire chief both my brothers are firefighters uh paramedics and you see some shit, man. Like you see a lot. And to think that they don't go through worse or exactly the same as what we did in the military, you'd be out of your goddamn mind. I mean, you really would. They're they're dealing with things every day that we don't want to oh, deal yeah. with, that people don't want to deal with. So I've got a great some respect. Bad for shit, them. crazy motherfuckers out there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and first responders, uh, police officers, they're doing the same thing, man. They're they're out there. They're dealing with shit we don't want to deal with. They're seeing the worst and the ugliest of people every day. 
And I'm just so proud of them for what they do. You know, doctors and nurses. Yeah. Because all all they see is the bad shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you got to, and they got to deal with the outcome of uh, they don't, they're able to save a life. You right. know, um, the families, you know, that, that, that have the heartache, you know, and they take it out on, uh, you know, these, the first responders and people that are sitting there yep. dealing with this up front, man. So, um, you know, definitely trying to, you know, make sure we include them and in, in, as well, I'm trying to get them, you know, as the same, same respect as I do veterans on the show. I think, uh, they have great stories and I'd love to, to, you know, try to, you know, embellish on those kind of people. Cause a lot of these people don't look for any kind of attention, man. You know, right. but they deserve a lot of it. Well, so a lot of people is, don't like, realize the big vision for you guys. Like, uh, I, the... I mean, you know, it's still, we're, we're, we're still in the works of it all. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't have the money to really make anything happen and we don't make any money for with what we're doing. And so it's still, it's still kind of a long shot. So really I think right now our main focus is just getting out there and letting people know that there's groups like us that, that are doing what we're doing. And we also, um, we have a lot of other people on our podcast, like primal outfitters and, uh, irreverent warriors and people like that. Mohawks. Oh yeah, definitely twenty Mohawks, man. They're they're awesome. Um, uh, just getting them at their names out there also, so that people can see because each one of these uh, groups or whatever they, they do different things. It's all it's all for the same uh, end goal, right? To to stop veteran suicide or just you know suicides in general, right? But they all bring something different mm-hmm. to the table. You know what I mean? So we uh, we try to get their names out there for people to realize that there's groups that do this if this is what you need or what you're into as far as like fishing trips or like uh, with 22 mohawks like derek said um they do a really great job of getting veterans with service dogs and pairing them together and uh that's that's a super important thing you know that that some people just don't know how to go about doing that right so if, if they hear about 22 mohawks on our podcast and they can google it or we try to put all the links uh, to everybody in in our uh all of our social medias and stuff like that. Right. So at least now they have that Avenue to find that, that thing that they're, that they're missing. that thing that they, they might need, you know, yeah. sit rep 22. Uh, well, I'm wearing their hat today. Uh, they're, it's going to be Tom Hattinger and, uh, Mike out there. They're trying to get things out there, man. Uh, where I'm super excited to see what becomes of sit rep 22 and what they've got coming out. They're making uh, basically some technology to help vets, and they're doing a lot of things out there. I'm super excited about it. I, I just, you know, where this goes is up to everyone that buys into it. You know, if everyone's willing to buy in, everyone's willing to work with the system, then it's going to go endlessly far. So what else can we ask for, man, than other veterans looking out for each other? That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're starting to see it more and more, and uh, it's kind of a great thing to see. Yeah, definitely. For us, it's more about – it's not necessarily like just raising awareness because I'm pretty sure that everybody knows that there's at least 22 veterans a day killing themselves. Right, um, right. And I say at least because it's it's really more than that. But yeah. for, for, for us, the, the awareness that we're trying to raise is more for all the different avenues of, of approach that you have available to you, you know, before it gets to that point. 
Right. So that's good. Yeah, it's a, it's about it, really for us. It's been about networking and getting. You know, we want if somebody reaches out to us, we want to be able to say, "Hey, get in touch with so and so," or right. "Hey, if I can't help you, well, let's get you to talking to so and so," or yeah. you know, get you the resources you need to take care of yourself because there's so many avenues that you can go down to deal with PTSD or deal with, you know, not wanting to kill yourself. There's music, there's uh, equine therapy, there's a million different things. There's fishing, there's hunting, there's Bike all clubs. these different things. The gym, the yeah, gyms, mushroom foraging. I mean, there's everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. You could do we want to find, <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. want to find somebody in every state that we can get you in touch with and multiple people in the state that we can get you in touch with. So if you need something, we can be like, hey, just hit them up. Give them a shout. I know right. I can't help you at this particular moment, but I have somebody that can. Oh, you're in South Dakota? Cool, man. I, let me let me get you in touch with so-and-so here that does this, you know? Well, I'll try to – you know what? It's great because I've been actually wanting to kind of do something similar to this so I can be a California guy for you. I yeah, got a lot of uh, different that, uh, agencies and things that have helped me during my rough times as I've gone through some things that I think are very, you know, would be very instrumental to helping people. Like, they, they don't know about, like, if you're having car issues and stuff like that as a veteran, um, there's, there's, there's groups out there that are out there and will help you pay for car repairs right uh, if you're if you're hurting on your rent help you help you with your rent there's just there's a lot of things out there that people don't realize and then they're sitting there dying and, and you know and and and, and you know wanting to kill themselves because they can't get through it but there's a lot of things out there it's just getting you know being able to get that one-stop shop where they can go and say hey uh i press california boom here's all the things for me boom holy shit wow Okay. Right. And you know, or whatever. Here's Nebraska. Boom. Here's all the things for me in Nebraska. Like, oh gosh. Okay. You know, it'd yeah. be nice for someone to be able to go somewhere. And 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 then if there is that place, I I've never heard of it. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Donald Dunn over at Two Drunk Guys in a Gun Room. I think he's tried to put together a very good list of things yeah, on his I've app, definitely seen on that. his application. Yep. I think he's done a very yeah. good job at mm -hmm. that. Uh, we yeah, we absolutely. just want to do something, you know, where we can be there for guys, and I, and I love that he's yep. doing that, um, you know. And, and I think, what was it? One of our guests, I think it was, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Gil, right? Gil, was that it, right? Yeah. What are you for doing? When he sat there and he said, uh, you know, you've lived through a hundred percent of your bad days. Yep. Uh, let's just make it another. You know, uh, all, all of your hard times. Yeah, you've made yeah, it through one hundred. You've made through one hundred percent of your hard times. Just keep keep going, man. And that's where we sit there, and we really are. It's like, just make it through the next second, and then that'll lead to minutes. Those minutes lead to hours. Just keep fighting through it, man. Yep. Yeah. And, so I was and thinking I about that. like doing something like. Um, It'd be nice to do like something like this, like a live weekly thing where we have a panel of, you know, guys and they just come on and we just talk about mental health. We just shoot the shit. And, and it's like, hey, if you're having a rough day, come on. Come on and talk it out with us, you know. And, and 
And we kind of try to make a, a, a pretty cool panel of it, and it'd just be a weekly stop, one-stop shop. Come over here, hang out with the guys, girls, and, and you know, come shoot the shit. So let's feel that camaraderie again, and we can have even a, a open link in there, and uh, anybody that wants to jump on can jump on and, and just, oh, you know, God, like man, I said, be should... like an open chat type deal, man. That'd be awesome. should make that happen. That sounds incredible. <clears throat> I, I would love to be I a think... part of something like that, man. Be, I think it'd be a nice little community to start building up and just, like I said, a, a place to come chat. And then also it's a networking thing, right? Everybody starts saying, yeah. oh, did you hear about this? Hey, check out this guy. Check out this guy. Oh, because right. everybody, we all kind of have a little bit of our you know, followers, our friends, you know, family that watch the show. But they start seeing everybody together all the time. And they're like, oh, let me check out that guy. Let me check out these guys or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, or, or I mean, hell, you just even like that when you're talking about something but like, man, you know what? I got a friend of mine who's struggling right now and he could really use, you know, this particular organization. So now they have that and they can send it to their buddy and that might save a life, you know? Yep, exactly. And who knows, man, we could all just be sitting here talking about something and then mention something like, no kidding, bro, you got that? And then it just, things right. like that, just, you know, you just bring conversation to the table man you never know i mean so many things come out of it yeah and that's the thing for us too we're one team one fight you know we love talking to everyone else in the community and it's you know we know there we don't look at other uh talk shows or other podcasts as competition it's just one team we yeah, look at yeah. it as we have another teammate we have somebody because somebody not everyone's going to like our podcast not everyone's going to like listening yeah, right. to me and tj talk but they may like listening to you talk. They like listening to Mike and Eric talk. They might yeah. like listening to Donald talk. The more people we can reach as a community, the better we're doing. Even if we're only three or four people, if you're reaching 50 people, then we're doing better. If we can save one life, you know, like the, what was it, the great uh, uh, pandemic uh, talk, you know, is if we can save one life. <laughs> you know that's all that matters and, and i'm all about that man if we can save one life if we can help one person that's all i really want to do i just I, I do i love it i love everyone in our community i love everyone in this family we've built and yeah. i hope we can do more for them and that's every day for us is trying to build and do better that's great man i mean i i, I didn't know for myself when i started podcasting kind of uh where it would take me or where it would go. It was just kind of a off on a whim for me, man. I, I <clears throat> just like anything really for me in life, I just fucking all of a sudden get a fucking whim and I'm like, all right, that's how I joined the Marine Corps kind of yep. shit. But <laughs> that's, too, that's, so, what, that's what we do. You know, <laughs> I, I, I just picked up like my, uh, I had my gaming headset dude and, and my cell phone and uh, I, I went on and I just, uh, I was like, I guess I was just kind of telling my storyline because I've been through some crazy shit growing up and all the way through my life. Um, if nothing else, my kids might listen to it and know like, oh, that's why my dad's an asshole or, you know, that's why my dad's this or that, you know. At least like they could go back and have like a little bit something to listen to. I was like, and then after a while, friends and family started kind of messaging me saying, hey, bro, I like what you're doing, man. Keep rocking. And I'm just you know a couple messages here and there man and this like it kept me going and i was like right all right all right and then after i started thinking like hey you know i got a story everybody's got a story let me just start bringing on guests and then i just started how i came across my first guest is 
he's uh, best friends with my dad, who my dad uh, passed away in uh, 2020. Um, and he was like my best friend. But uh, his buddy still reaches out to me. He was a Navy veteran. And I was like, hey, man, I can." I'm, I was kind of struggling. I, I had reached out to a lot of guys I served with, and no one really wanted to come on. And I was like, damn. And I, you know, so I was kind of struggling. He came on the show, man, and then I kind of just, you know, from there, everything, I just started thinking differently with everything. And each and every show, I try to get better, try to do something to make the show better every day or whatever, you know. And just to see where it keeps going. I mean, I'm actually having a lot of fun. It's putting me in touch with cool guys like you, you guys, um, and all this other community, like you said, that I'm, I'm just, like, started getting to know as I've joined the group and, and everything. I'm like, damn, man, these guys are all great guys. And I feel like we're all, like, kind of wanting the same thing. And we all, you know, want to see the same thing happen. And uh, it would be great to see any one of you guys just, just burst off and be the next Joe right. Rogan or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, hell yeah, bro. Those are my boys. I know yeah. them. Exactly. I'm right. so happy for them, dude. Because, I mean, anymore, I feel like that's where I'm at in life. I'm cheering my brothers and sisters on. You know, I want to them to see. I want everybody to do good, man. I want to see you be happy. Everybody deserves that, man. And, and whatever yeah. that may be, you know, go live your dreams. You know, doing something like this, if you were, you know, like doing radio or something like that, just get in front of a fucking camera, put a, get your gaming mic on and just do it, man. Just fucking do it. And you never know where it's going to take you. And you don't know what happens unless you turn the switch on and start going. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my thing, that. too. You know, I, not, I was talking to uh, one of my cousins a while back and uh, they were just talking about how like there's one of their really good friends, they're always in like competition with them, you know? And I was like, you know, a little bit of competition is good, you know? But, um, what, what you don't need is people that whenever, you know, competition is good because it, it pushes you to, to better yourself. Right. But the kind of people that you need in your life and surrounding you aren't the ones that are always trying to compete with you and trying to be better than you. But whenever you're doing well, and if you succeed and go above and beyond what's happening, but they're right there cheering you on. If they're not cheering you on, then those might not be the kind of people that you need in your group. You know what I'm saying? Like in your yep. circles. So you might hundred percent just, just, just be wary of that. You know, that's what. Yep. Yeah. I exactly. love that. And uh, <clears throat> like you were kind of talking, you know, family and I love that. This is going to be my opportunity to kind of brag up and kind of talk about, I just wanted to give a big shout out to my uncle. He just passed away. He was in Vietnam in the army. And, uh, you know, he was really growing to be like one of my best friends. And, you know, I'm, I'm super thankful for that opportunity. He was an amazing guy. He, he got a bronze star in Vietnam and I loved listening to him talk, uh, because he'd always be like, I didn't do anything, man. And you're like, you got, you got a bronze star. And we, we talked about you didn't do anything. He just, but we, you know, we, none of us knew that he was just, he'd lighten up a room when he came in and I loved him for that. Uh, he was always there for everybody. And, you know, it kind of reminds me to be there for everybody as well. Uh, that we just have to be there and look out for each other. And uh, I'm just, I'm so blessed to have had the time I had with him. And, and uh, I just, I want to take a second to just remember him and but do that. So, respect, man. That much respect to them. those Vietnam veterans uh, definitely 
never got the 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 utmost respect that they absolutely deserve. I always right. uh, go out of my way to thank them. I've paid for meals. I mean, anytime I see a guy wearing a hat, and I'm just like, oh, Vietnam veteran. Oh, right. Earth. Just like I'm coming over the price, get the shit out of him, you know, bro. He's like, yeah. "Welcome home, brother." You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just Welcome like, home. I'm not like, spitting oh, on you, Evan. This yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not gonna, you, man. I love you. Yeah, nah. I'm not gonna try. But you to know what? Also, you know, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about this, and let me run this idea by you guys. I kind of talked to you, Derek, about it too. Is uh, doing a Veterans uh, Day type of. Uh, program where we you know bring everybody on and even a marine corps birthday i forgot about that too so we got a couple things yeah, to talk I'd about love to, man. we got some episodes to talk about but i was thinking maybe we have the contagion effect host and they bring on the all the veterans like you know from all the different veterans we'll have a panel and we'll just have a nice little veterans day um you know panel i haven't even talked to the contagion effect about it but I thought that would be kind of cool to have them be the host. I would love it. that, and then, They'll be they'll be down. Yeah, they'll be down. I'll, I'll, just, I'll text no, them right now. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can talk to Eric, dude. Eric will be on board, and then Mike's just like, "All right, what did you get us to do now?" Yeah. <laughs> I think let's make it I'll happen, it. man. I, I would love that. And uh, I was thinking, kind of the same. I'm kind of thinking the same thing for like a Memorial Day episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I want to keep this thing. I would love to build it up where. Not only do we have our own podcast, but maybe we all have a collective one where we all come on and, dude, if yeah, you don't show if... up that day and you can't show up, whatever. But everybody that shows up, I guarantee one or two guys shows up and uh, just keep it going. You know what I mean? A place but, to meet up. You know what I mean? DJ, why are you doing up with a little? It sounds like we're going to have like a max exodus, like, because it's our mass, not max, but, you know, mass exodus order because. You get all these veterans and everybody that are, you know, like us all together, we're probably going to wind up getting banned. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, the yeah, you know, we might have to stay off Facebook um, to Sorry, stay you on. Covered. <laughs> We'd are probably have to just do a straight no. up uh, YouTube uh, event on that one because I think Facebook's the place that would probably start shutting us down. Yeah, what well, if we did they, a Memorial Facebook Day just... Memorial episode? I'm down. I, I don't think I have anything pressing. You, me, Contagion Effect, uh, try to get Tom Edinger, Jason Steiner, uh, yeah. all these guys in the their podcast, try to get everyone together. It would be amazing. See if, uh, I know Donald's, uh, you'd have yeah, to do Donald, some kind get of an Donald, evening, Donald. Try to get Donald in there. Yeah, we should, we should make this happen, man. That'd be freaking dope. I think we should, man. Uh, when we get offline or whatever, at some point in time, we'll we'll definitely get this thing formulated and, and uh, start yeah, yeah, talking man. to everybody else about it. I know I've been thinking about it in my mind, and just uh, so and you know, every so often, I'm just speaking to whoever I see. I'm just like, hey, I think we yeah, can do this. I like it, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we can all get together and we can, you know, just have a really big debate. Uh, you know, we can. Uh, have a masturbation, if you will, oh. um, <laughs> and then just all of all of us masturbators could. Uh, we we'll just call it the circle jerk. Get, yeah, get our heads yeah. together and, and come up with a, with a great idea. You know? <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. I think uh, you know. I think we could pretty much cover the uh, masturbation the branches. Uh, I, you know, we could get a uh, Joey Edibles from the Air Force. Uh, um, there's. 
couple other people Sounds we like can bring guy. on. Yeah, maybe TJ oh, yeah. try to get the stone vet, man. Yeah, man. I'll do oh, that. Yeah. yeah, definitely That'd try to. Dope. We'll talk about it. See, I think the most we could have on is 10. So, but I was going to see, like, I think the well, contagion effect, I think they typically, out, I think the contagion effect typically record in the same area. I'm wondering yeah. if for that one show, they can actually record on one camera. So it only takes up one slot and then we get nine other veterans in I there. So yeah, let's try to get ten. as many suckers as we can on the show. Yeah, I mean, if, and well, if there's other people that just fucking sit there and get on the camera with each other, then, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've done that before here. So, I mean, if I get the, the stone vet on, that um either I'm maybe I can go to his place or we can come over here and then that'd be boom putting us together yeah absolutely oh, that'd be so cool man let's try yeah. to get as many people as we can on a podcast that'd be freaking awesome bro I think it would be great and I think it would be an awesome thing like I said just a like a weekly meetup or something and and we all just come in talk trash for an hour or so whatever it may be call it a day and then boom. You know no, that'd I mean? be so good, man. That'd be so good. I'd love that. I think that'd uh, be a lot of fun. The weekly masturbation. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm about the weekly it. masturbation. I like this. We're yeah, weekly it, masturbators, you know. It's, it's it's in the work. Here we go. This is how things were born. You know, I mean, Wrinkle was yeah, born in you a tavern. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just a bunch of guys getting drunk. You know what? Like I feel like shooting some people. I Me feel too. like we should do that. That'd be a great idea. You know what I mean? Ah, fuck yeah! brother. Sons of bitches. Maybe we should cool, put yeah, a bunch boats. of. We should we should ride on their boats and. Fucking God damn! Them. We should put a drunk bunch of drunk guys on boats. Son of a bitch! Why didn't we do something? I think you got an idea. Get his drunk <laughs> ass up there in that tower. God damn it! That's what I need. Man, oh, I think it would be so a good. lot of damn fun, dude. And I, we could even do like little trivia games on like uh, the military slang dictionary. You know, things let's like that. This, we could man. even do that. We could have some fun. Wait, well, let's actually, let's just do a little, let's meet a couple while we're on here. So if anybody, this is a little shout out to uh, veteran, veteran television, also known as Vet TV. Yeah, Vet TV, the by match. the way, uh, Donnie O'Malley, we're still trying to reach out to you, man. Yeah. We're up, still trying Donnie? to get that. What's up? Holler. <laughs> but let's see what some of these things are, man. I went into the Fs, and oh, my gosh, bro. Let's. Here we go. Might get banned just, just from reading these. Facebook. Uh, when you repeatedly sounds... gag someone with your cock, humping someone's face and forcing your dick <laughs> down their throat. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory, you ask me. That sounds yeah, It really is, but these guys, they like to, to uh, give you the nice little breakdown on it, though. I'm just going to sit fart in bag. my book and be happy. You, you guys ever hear of this one? Fart bag. I have not. What's a, what's a, a sleeping bag for? system. So obviously, putting your sleeping bag over your head, over someone's head after they fart or whatever. <laughs> it's a Dutch uh, oven, man. Yeah, it's yes, it's the military term for a Dutch oven. What else we got in here? Field goggles, sea deployment goggles. Huh. Oh you man, these are fucking, These are great. They really are. These uh, are great, man. There's like a you, know, you gotta. Tons and tons. Well, the, so for me, the fart bag—it's it's your fart sack. 
that's a it's a piece of gear, right? So you had the uh, it's it was the waterproofing element towards your sleeping system, right? <laughs> so you you could you could put your it, it was you put your sleeping bag into the fart sack, or maybe the fart sack. No, hang on, I got that backwards. I think the fart sack was like the it was either the waterproofing thing for your sleeping the bag. The fart sack is a sleeping bag, bro. The, the fart sack is a sleeping bag. You fart in the sleeping bag, you put it over. It's the yeah. now it's the bag. But I, right, I remember, so like, like in boot trouble. camp, they were always telling us, like, grab your fart sack. And so that was your, it was the waterproofing lining for your sleeping bag in case, like, you're out in the field in your sleeping bag and it's raining and you don't get soaked. It just, you know, it's like it's like a poncho for your sleeping bag. Man, they've even got me in so, that. So they since got we're, no since we're, they've got no talent ass clown in there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> since we're talking about some of this fuckery shit, you guys ever do any MRE bombs? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the Tabasco sauce. Man. Tabasco sauce. Oh, yeah. You slam that sucker in that MRE bag, that gear bag. <laughs> we, I threw yeah. it into uh, our S4 shop, and uh, they were pretty pissed oh, off. Shit. No, the only so the only way to do that, by the way, is you. All right, look, check it out. Empty water bottle. This one's not empty, but you know, <laughs> so the little, the little uh, heating bag or whatever. The, 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 you take the heating elements out of the bag and you yeah, shove it you in got some PSC. You got some PSC in here watching right now like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is what you want to do if you want to be like me and have, I'm just saying, not, not trying to brag or like toot my own horn or anything, but like I'm really good at fuckery, okay? Like, but uh, if you want multiple NJPs or as like, they like to call them in the Army, Article 15s, but, uh, I've you know, I excel in that field. But um, anyway, take an empty water bottle. You take your MRE heater, shove it in there, and you fill it up full of Texas Pete or Louisiana sauce, you know, whatever the your service provides you. You shake that some bitch up real good. You toss it in someone's tent or Kwanzaa hut or whatever the fuck people are saying right now, and it builds up pressure, and then this thing's going to explode with a really loud boom and have basically tear oh, gas no. on them. Ghost pepper yeah, sauce. You went the way way extra with that shit. See? Now the fucking staff and CEOs. Now you got all the staff and CEOs. Like, what the fuck was that? That's that's not extra. That's that's basic. (laughs) That's that's one on one. I would love that, man. It'd be so fun. It really is one on one. It's just basic fuckery for for the younger generation. If you haven't done it, do it. If you haven't gotten in trouble, a lot of fun. You're not you're not winning. Yeah. Exactly. A little, little bit, you know. And, and, have some fun. and I'm, you know, I'm a winning son of a bitch because I'm really good at getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you have been the winningest. What are we up to? You you've picked up rank sixteen times, seven, fifteen times. Oh, oh so it... changed, changed. You've changed rank, rank fifteen times, sixteen times. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a better comment. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for a record. You know, <laughs> just like you acquire stuff, right? I mean, we acquire things. Yeah, you tactically acquire. Hey, so TJ, dude, you're still you're still uh, serving though, sir. You're still serving this great nation, huh? We haven't really talked about that much. Yes, let's talk about it. You don't want to talk about it, or what? No, no, it's good. Yeah, you you have questions? (laughs) Let me have it. Let's (laughs) let's get there. Let's talk about it. No, you just let us know about it. So, what uh, what made you go, and when did you join? All right, so I got out of the Marine Corps. Uh, active duty in 2013. It was December of 2013, right? Um, shortly after that, I uh, I met a girl, uh, started dating her, and 
what have you. Uh, we ended up getting married and having a baby. And then now I have three wonderful, beautiful, wild, feral animals living in my house. But um, so <laughs> at, at the time, uh, I was I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for a career, right? Um, I was working and stuff. I got, I got laid off from the company I was working at. And is I got laid off like I think it was like three months before I had my first kid, so I'm like, oh shit! Like you know, what am I gonna do? Like I don't I don't have a job. Like you know, I don't have any insurance, anything like that. So um, I, I just trying to do what I could to provide for for my family and stuff. So I decided that uh, I would join the Army National Guard, and that way I would have some insurance and stuff like that at least for you know my my wife and, and my child and stuff. So that's what got me there, right? Uh, I did that, and that was in 2017. And, um, you know, I'm not the sharpest light bulb to fall off the tree, or however the saying goes, you know. But uh, <laughs> I stayed in. Can't even get the know. saying right, bro. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude. Like, hey. You know, not, it... you know whatever. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah so i yeah joined the guard for, for insurance purposes and um you know what like six years later i'm, I'm still in the guard um just uh another so that was uh, to be 100 percent honest with you like the whole insurance thing for the family was more of my tactic to convince my wife to let me join the guard but i think what like really the the real reason was I really missed the camaraderie. Um, I just missed being in the Marine Corps, man. Like it was, it was, which is really funny because I can't like, whenever I got out, I was like, fuck yeah, like I'm free. You know, I grew, you know, my freedom beard, you know, and like oh, that yeah. son of a bitch, like, like my beard was down to my nipples. Like I had, I had a pretty hefty beard. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just, I just missed it, man. Um, so, I obviously wanted to get back into the lifestyle and wouldn't have the camaraderie and shit like that. Um, but yeah, also for insurance, uh, kind of lost track of what I was saying here. Was, I'm, I'm terrible about this, you know, but, um, so guard, what was your other question? Like what, what made me join the guard? Yeah. I mean, what made you, I mean, well, we talked about that. Basically you covered that whole thing. Yeah. You said it was for, for insurances. But you yeah, that's that's how I convinced him. Yeah, anyway, but so so now what do you got? Like a total of ten years that you've been in? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at eleven now. Well, it'll be a, eleven, 11 years. years. Yeah, in October, and then when this contract's up, it'll be it'll be twelve years. So it's kind of a shit get off the pot. You know what I mean? Like either reenlist and stay until I retire, or, or get out and be done with it. What rank so. are you right now? E five, baby. E five, number fifteen. Yeah, bro, you're you're really uh, making it up that chain quick. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, I'm all about. Listen, I know that chain well. Just saying, <laughs> you've gone down it a couple times and back <laughs> up it, huh? So, uh, it, what's your plan, dude? Are you going to distance or are you you gonna do done, you're done after the twelve now? Yeah, I'll be hundred percent. Oh, you're gonna make that decision like- at twelve. That day. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know next October. <laughs> Let's be real on this. You're not staying. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll we'll see what it is. And as soon as you get out, you're like, gosh, damn it! I wish I would have stayed in. 
Shadow Mark's about to be the next big thing, so it's not going to be. He's not going to stay there too long. Yeah, man. Yeah, if we kick it off, and you know, Joe Rogan's begging us to come on our show, then maybe maybe I might not realize. We'll see. Yeah. So you know, uh, I know we're getting all over the place here, but uh, kind of with your guys' show, do you guys kind of have like a set time? You guys, you guys go live. Do you guys pre-record? Kind of Saturdays at seven. Make it work. Saturdays at seven uh, typically is when we go live, uh, and then other than that, we're also trying to you know fit in everyone we can. So uh, we're also recording pre pre recording and doing some things. Uh, like I said, we're going to be releasing the Barbara Sim episode here next week or the week after that yeah. uh, to get that out there. We've got the Dad Bob Vet coming on Saturday tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, oh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna uh, be so. Good that's gonna be a dope episode. We're super excited Love to have him too, on. Man. Yeah, that's great. Like I'm just super excited about. It. So yeah, next week we'll be releasing the Barbara Sim episode, uh, and then TJ will be kind of AFK or MIA, whatever you want to call him, uh, for yep. June. Uh, so we're just you know we're gonna squeeze people in where we can and get them in. That way we have episodes to release every week. And if not, I'll be doing it with me, myself, and I, or with me, myself, and you, or somebody that anybody that's happy to fill in. So we're excited to be there. Yeah. Uh, get this thing. I done. do me, myself, and I a lot, bro. It's 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 a different world when you're doing it by yourself. It is. Yeah. It is rough when no one's laughing, or even if you know you're just like talking to the camera, and sometimes you're like your eyes like spacing the camera. You're just like, oh man. I know yeah, I'm proud of you, man. Though you've been killing, you know. I don't, I don't know how you do it, man. I'll be honest with you. Like, so I could have an amazing guest, but like, I'm not. Look, like, I'm not, I'm not a starter. You know, what I'm saying, like, I, I don't know how to kick it off, or you know, I could probably figure out how to end it. You know, but like, I'm more of a, I'm just here for, I'm just a filler. You know, what I'm saying, like, I'm real good yeah. for like the, you know, like one liner. No, you guys or, play off each other real well. I mean, you do uh, see Derek. You know, he's. Right, and then he'll be like, "Hey, TJ, this is your friend. You served with him, bro. Come on." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm just not. Well, I kick him into it, man. I just kick him into it. Yeah, I gotta have yeah, something. Yeah, to, so I, I gotta have someone kick me in the ass. Be like, "Oh, that's what I need." Cool, man. I got you. So, like, coming up with it. I'm not good at it. You do better know, than you man. think, though. That and that's what I love about TJ is he's really good on the spot. So if I just put that's him on the modest. spot, yeah, he you know he does great. Yeah, he likes doing that to me. I'm, I'm not a fan of that, by the way. Just so <laughs> I, I don't know if we've ever, you know, had this discussion or not. But we haven't had that discussion. But I kind of figured you weren't a big fan of it. I just keep doing it anyway. It's just this is how it works. <laughs> you Welcome can see to it the happen show. too on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just like, I'm just like, hey, uh, this is uh, your spot, TJ. So uh, fill in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were so right now. You guys are like, uh, like, like weekly, like a, one week, at least one a week. Yeah, 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 that's, your, a plan. Is, yeah that's a plan. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's man, kind of hard man, to do. Time. You know, we're, we're both super busy or whatever, and you know, like with the full time jobs and you know, all yep. those stuff going on, the families, and then you know, me, me being in the garden, being gone for weeks at a time, and you know, or on the re- trying to go live Saturdays and stuff like that. Just we, we try to make it work the best we can. Yeah. That was TJ's yeah. way of kicking me in the nuts actually was by saying families. And it was just him being like, it sucks being you, man. 
sitting there no, by himself. That that was that's not what that was. You still, <laughs> you, you still have you still have your kids and stuff that you you know you gotta spend time with and and be Doctor, with. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, no, just, I like giving TJ shit. It's it's my past. I time. can't tell. No way. <laughs> I've got my dogs, man. I've got my dogs at home, and then you can see I got guitar income. So that's what I that's how I live life. I love it. I definitely know that we all could hang out and have a damn good time. That's oh, why I'm hoping, uh, sure. I'm hoping you guys go to Hero Stock because I'm definitely I'll be there, out there myself. And uh, damn, it'd be badass just to be able to hang out with everybody. And yeah, man, I think so. Yeah, it turn into one of those like fucking uh, hangover type situations. We all wake up the next day missing teeth and shit. That's <laughs> usually how it goes, though. I it think that's how it goes. You'd be surprised how often that does happen. Sounds like a regular Wednesday to me. (laughs) Spending out fucking crayons. (laughs) That'd be great. Well, hey, man, is there anything else you guys want to pass on about you guys' show or anything else? Man, I just want to say I love everyone. Uh, I really do. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, I can't tell TJ how much I appreciate him, everything he's done for me. Uh, I just think everyone's really out there. I love seeing everyone out there doing what they're doing right now. We've got such an amazing group. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Contagion Effect. Uh, I want to give a shout out to every second account or every second counts with Tom Eggenger. Uh Like we had talked about, uh, Jason Steiner uh, with Hero Stock. Uh, I mean, everyone's out there really getting it all done with two drunk dudes in a gun room. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. God, I know there's so many more. Yeah, uh, bro. I mean, you're hitting so many, right so many heavy hitters. They're all heroes. I mean, yeah, all, they, every name you named. I mean, it's just I, every time I talk to someone, I just like you know, you're like, well, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Some of these exactly. Guys are just, some of these They're guys so are amazing great. and I'm glad to be in their presence and get to talk to them. And now I got, you know, some of these guys, cell phones, numbers, and Hey, it, you know, you guys are always welcome to hit me up on my cell phone too. Now. Yeah. From Derek. I mean, dude, you yeah. guys are always, we're, we're, we're brothers here. And exactly. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't just talk to talk. I want to walk the walk too. You know what I mean? So, same. Um, if you're going to talk about it, be about it. That's what we're brothers and sisters yeah. that, that are in need. But, you know, um, I really appreciate that. that. was some really good shout outs. Anything from you, TJ? Yeah, man. So I do want to shout out for uh, 20 Mohawks, for one. Uh, I know that they were trying to do a, I don't know, I don't know what they're calling it, like a combined tandem jump on Memorial Day, right, yeah. Derek? Where yeah. um, they're trying to get somebody from every state to jump yeah. out of an airplane. Uh, you know, around the same time, obviously, you know, time frames and what have you, but um, yeah. they're doing that on Memorial Day, so they might be needing wow. some more people. Not the one or to, to full <laughs> to, to to fill all fifty states, but uh, damn. So if, if you are if if you're wanting to jump out of a plane, and uh, yeah, dude, uh, you might try to hit them up, Google them, uh, get them on Facebook. The, they have the Twenty Mox family on Facebook. And see if they don't have somebody for your state yet, and uh, you might be the one. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, yeah, Twenty Two Mohawks is an incredible organization. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, Nate was Nate McDonald. 
yep. the Reverend Warriors. Hit him up. He's an incredible guy. Uh, there's just so many people. Uh, and then uh, what I would think would be great is uh, if you kicked it over to TJ to do his annual speech on our show. <laughs> is, it, is that what you no. want to happen? All yeah, right. let's do it. So, like I always say, uh, in all of our episodes, is you know, if someone reaches out to you and they're having issues, you know, just don't be a cocksucker. All right, listen to what they have to say. Um, try to show empathy, whether that's who you are or not. You know, um, because it might be a real thing. You know, maybe they really do need some help. And if they're, especially if it's somebody who doesn't really reach out very often with uh, like heartfelt things, you know, then. Um, just don't be a cocksucker. Just take it in and, and try to try to point them in the right direction because you might be the one that they need to talk to to get that out their chest to save their life. It's literally my favorite speech I think I've ever heard. I'm I so do. excited about it. it. I get excited about it every time. So thank you so much, man, for having us on. I yeah, just I appreciate I, it. Guys. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. it it's been incredible. Anytime you need to talk shop bullshit, hit me up, hit TJ up. We're here for you. I can tell you what, man, you guys definitely bring smiles to my face. So you're touching people. So, I mean, I love watching your guys' show. I was super excited to bring you both on, man. I knew this would be, you know, one of my favorites because uh, you guys are great. And that's why I don't want, I don't want this to be the end. I want us to have that one-stop shop where you bring all these guys. Cause I, I, I love hanging out with you guys all. So, yeah, I do this too. Is a, this is a great way to do it. So yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna get this we're gonna get this ball rolling, man. Where we have a place where we all go meet up on uh, you know one day a week or something. And if you show up, you show up. You know, I would love that. Just man. Have a great time. Hell yeah! Just we just banging we out episodes, getting the whole gang together, just just having a big <laughs> gang bang. You know what I'm saying? Man, TJ goes right there, doesn't he? <laughs> he does every time, man. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, freaking, uh, you know, we may not have the craziest goddamn stories, or you know, the mil, you know, like we're not those military guys that are like, I saw seventeen people shot, and I fucking carried their arms yeah. around, but yeah. you know, we had a good time in the military. We had a good time in the Marine Corps. TJ did some crazy shit. I know I saw some it. crazy shit, and uh, you know. It's like we don't like maybe we don't like talking about it, but we like talking about the times we had in the military and everyone is a team because we all did that. So uh yeah, 100%. You know, and, and, just, well, to me, the, the craziest shit about all that is, is like even in those like worst times and, and all the crazy shit you did, there's still you, you can still memories. find. Well, yeah, you can still find like some humor in it or you there's always there's always like a silver lining somewhere there, you know, like, you know, you met yeah, somebody, who you, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, something there. So we learned I, to deal with the roughest of times. And that's right. what I appreciate the most about the military community. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there is, there's such a silver lining in everything we do. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting the chance now to hang out with, uh, with uh, Brian and uh, I'm so excited about it. We've had a chance to meet up with contagion in fact everyone we've met so far and i'm just i'm so thankful for it i mean then they don't have any idea how thankful yeah. i am yeah so to me that that's why well, i asked I you when you were talking about same thing 
Well, so when you're talking about Nebraska is like kind of like the epicenter of like veterans getting together. That's why I asked you, like, well, did you know about that before we started in the podcast and talking yeah, about no, everything? You know? Because That's what you, I'm saying, yeah. you, you probably you're probably in the same boat that all the other veterans are in. Like, well, I don't know where to go. Like, there's nobody like me around here. You know what I'm saying? Which is yeah, it's just it's obviously crazy. not true. People just don't know about it or know how to get in touch or or who to reach out to. And that's what I love about what we're doing right now, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're getting it out and, there. And that's that's what makes me even more excited about having a show that brings us all together because yeah. a lot of us represent different states. And then we're start right. talking about all the different things. And you're like, what? I'd like that here. How do we get that here? Or how, you know, where do we have something like that or whatever? But it's just yeah. the conversations that we can get from it. My yeah. gosh, bro. And I mean, yeah, man. who knows where it could go? But I think it would be a fun time to have a great hangout. But, yeah, I think uh, so too. Brian, do you only sound right. good because you're like right next to the mic? Is that what I need to do? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. How bad do I yeah, sound? Hang on. Nice. Give, give, give me a second. Does bad. it sound it just, better? It, yeah, it sounds really good. God damn it. Yep. Damn it. Now it's I need to start horrible, carrying but... my mic six, my, my, me, six inches from my face. Let me, let me start working on my. On my I'm a podcasting voice, baby. Mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I'll work. I'll work. I'll give it All right. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this now. This is this is my pod, Mac, podcasting voice from now on. I'm going to be six inches from the mic. God damn it. Yeah. Six I keep seeing that's See? a good thing to do, and I just I refuse he, to do it. He's always got double everything I got. You know what I'm saying? All I got is three inches. That's what I was getting at. Now you're trying there to you fucking <laughs> double up on that. Double up, bro. <laughs> God damn it. Now nah, I need to really get one of those mic holder things that I can put like These my things mic are, in they, front of my nothing, face. nothing, dude, on Amazon. I, the I think, don't they have those ones that like kind of fall down from the chicken here? Yeah. How do I get one of those chicken you know? A boom? Yeah, the boom. I need to get yeah, a boom. Amazon, bro. have to happen. Look at Amazon yeah. has really great deals. And it I does sound know, good because my wife's it, a super big Amazon person. I get like yeah. deliveries daily. Oh my god, have you seen Timu? Timu, Timu. It's like a Chinese Amazon. It's great. Oh boy. So I found I a wild Timu one that time. Shit. I don't need about no, need to know about any extra. Bro, it's like Chinese Timu. Everything's like three dollars. It's so incredible. And and I'll tell you well, what. Maybe I need. Maybe I do need to know. Is that like wish? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. This the, my flag. My uh, signs, Timu. I got, I got them. They were like three dollars each. It was crazy. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life, and they're yeah. good quality. It's crazy to me, blowing my mind. Some little yeah, kid, was, some little kid, bro. I usually just still signs from put that together. Anytime you eat chocolate, you're eating little kid chocolate. I'm just saying. They use slave labor, child slave labor, to make chocolate. So and Nikes, you know, yeah, and Nikes. Just do it. Hey, shut That's up and way. just do it. Just do your job. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just assuming that's what you got their logo. They're moths. Hey, you know what? You might be onto something, bro. Just do it. Yeah, shut just up. Just do it. Just fucking do yeah, it. It was just, that's what they're telling the kids. Just do it. Oh, bro. Oh, man. This is God great. Damn it. Now I'm excited about holding my mic six inches from my face. It's stupid. Yeah, you're going to see him now. He's going to be all. Yeah. All right, boys. All right, fellas. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, I, I just really appreciate you having us on, man, and um, taking the time out of your day to 
to <laughs> deal with us. You know? No, yeah. man, I love it. And like I said, we're gonna we're gonna create another place that we can hang out more often. Oh, yeah, hell let's yeah. do this. Man. Hell yeah. God damn it. All right. Hell Seriously, yeah. All right, I'm brothers. Still... <laughs> All right, just hold tight and I'll be uh back with you guys in a second. All right, love you, man. Love you, brother. All right, friends and fam, that wraps up another great episode, another great interview. Those guys are great, man. I am looking forward to the future, uh, not only with them, but also for their podcast. You know, go out there, check these guys out. Uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in, watching. Thank you, and have a great day. Arrgh.